Good evening, everyone, and welcome. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone, and with me tonight, we have... Caitlin, a.k.a. Pixie, playing Feeblefrost, the Air Genasi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer, with just a uh, sprinkling of bard on top. Ice Genasi, not air. Genasi, I wrote air on the overlay. I'm an ice Genasi. <laughs> she made the overlay and she misgenasied herself. I am making a new one and I'll fix it during break. Or so, if you hit properties on the thing, you can just fix it when you. I'm gonna cry. Properties? How am I gonna? Oh, do you want me? To... Oh my lord! I'm so sorry! <laughs> I'm so sorry! <laughs> Okay, so in case anybody was wondering, that's the kind of night we're all having here. <laughs> no, I'm fixing this shit, and we're gonna start Properties. over. We're starting over. No, we're not. We're not starting over. Okay. No, we're not. So, up next. <laughs> Hi, my name's, my name's Meg, and I'm playing Saride Lander, the Elodrin knowledge clerk who knows too much who knew way too much apparently you knew enough to know i was not what i said i was but we're using this as a learn obs night of like we're gonna teach live how to change an overlay asset in the throes of something so you go to the image you hit properties and then you're gonna download and save the thing i gave you you're gonna just browse and swap the files out, and it should stay the exact same size. Right, yeah. It should just do the thing. Okay, got it. I'm working and on I'm that. And I'm Andrew. <laughs> You're who you say you are. I am playing Grizz, the Dwarven Ranger, with his limited edition hairless dwarf skin. <laughs> Terrifying. And here's the exciting thing. I was actually going to ask, uh, are, are you still a ranger at this point? Because... If she was going to be changing overlays, might as well just just go for broke and, and switch yeah. it all. I haven't shifted yet, but I can. No, That's you're fine. A... You're fine. It, <laughs> yeah. was, it was me just looking for the chance to tease her. <laughs> so there we go. Okay. And transition. Hey, look at that. Now it's right. All right. After Grizz, we have. And I'm Kez. I'm the artist that now has to make the dwarf bald. Yes, we're gonna shave the dwarf. Um, I am also playing Treasure Nightcrafter, the Tiefling Wild Magic Barbarian. All right. And I'm Mars. I'm playing Talroth Oakenblade, just kind of here for the ride at this point. It's really all, all we're we're all, all here for. Yeah, we're just hanging on and gonna see what happens. I'm the right Genasi type now. You are real yeah. quick. I have a I have a merch pitch. Please just. Yeah, uh, you remember the old Wooly Willy, like with the stencil and the magnetic hair? We need to make a yeah. Grizz Wooly Willy. Oh my god. Yeah. But oh yes. Oh my god. But yeah. yes. Yes. Yeah. Only that's if it, it comes that's the with the Benedict yeah. one. Yeah. On board. <laughs> <laughs> it starts out as a naked mole rap, but as you add hair, it becomes a <laughs> That's the goodness right there. I hate everything that just happened. Oh, wow. Oof. So. Uh, yeah, this is Disasters in Danger. Normally it's on Monday nights. It's a, it's a Friday night. We're going to see what we can uh, do. Um, Twitch is having issues with uh, apparently everybody. So if I notice that we have completely frozen or stopped, I will do my best to kind of 
give us a pause and we'll revamp into it. So, uh, not just you guys, it's happening to us too. Uh, we've tried what fixes we know and hopefully kind of keeps going. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. Um, so yeah, other than that, we do want to say thank you to our sponsors over at Norse Foundry. Uh, they are the sponsors for Disasters in Danger. They do really awesome uh, dyes of metal and gemstones and um, all sorts of really, really fun and awesome things. So head on over to Norse Foundry. They also do like dice bags and do little sets. And look at that camera work. You're doing awesome, camera. Oh, we're dead. Like dead, dead? Uh, yeah, zero kilobits per second. We're in. Oh, we're coming back. Hey, we're back. Welcome back. There we go. So, Norse Foundry. Dice so powerful, they'll break your stream. Uh, and if you want to get a bunch of them, you use the promo code REPRPG, R-E-P-R-P-G, to get you 20% off your entire order. And when you're buying high-quality uh, aluminums and gemstones and metals and all those things, it's a big chunk of change. Check it out. <clears throat> Other than that, we do want to give a shout out to friends of the channel, Easy Dispel. Uh, Grizz, tell us about Easy Dispel. Yeah, that's uh, my personal game that I run Sunday nights at uh, 6 o'clock Central. Um, I'm the DM over there. It's easy to spell. Uh, it's easy to spell, but we spelled it wrong anyway. There's two L's there. Um, yeah, come hang out. That's a we'll be playing this Sunday. It's a ton of fun. I think equal, it's slightly less chaotic than I think, but we have a smaller smaller cast, which is I think the only reason why. But yeah, come hang out. We'd love to see more people. We're really building up our community. A lot of that thanks to you guys. So thank you for having me, and thank you for support of my show. Absolutely, it's great. It's a great time. It's a good show. We we love to uh, share the community, spread things around. And I think we'll be unveiling our new logo on Sunday if we get our overlays updated by then. <coughs> but the fingers crossed. If you're on be. my Kofi, you can see a special sneak preview of it or get yeah, your own. There we go. Not of that one, obviously, but yeah. You're welcome to put my brand on anybody's channel. That's their welcome to you. Just cool. don't change any of the name. Just like or still redirect yep. easy to spell. Done. Easy to spell. Big old logo. We'll take it. We'll take the traffic. Sounds Good. Uh, also, we have our wonderful friends here from Lance Orlando. Do you guys have any updates uh, on, on your projects for the year? Uh, we actually do. So we just wrapped up filming for our online show that's going to be showing on Patreon. Uh, that is not up yet, but be on the lookout for a link. We'll probably drop one as soon as we get it so you can see an hour of show. We have also recently started a fundraiser for Lance t-shirts. Some shirts might be things like the Lance logo. We'd also have water bottles and things like that. Folks might want to do those while they're working out and doing some of the cool stuff their characters do, but you know, in person actually swinging swords and axes. We also have a couple of other shirts that are a little more fun, say things like hack slash decapitate, you know, for your local barbarian, or I'll turn your guts into garters. They'll be on the lookout for those. <laughs> All right, that sounds good. Double checking because for some reason my mic is super sensitive today. Um, 
but you sound good on our end. Okay, good. good. I'm glad I. I'm glad that that sounds good and works works out. All right. Well, let's. Is that just me monitoring myself? Who knows? Ah, uh, let's let's play a game, shall we? Anybody else have something you want to um, Meg? No. Okay. The the face said yes, but the Meg said no. Um, Caitlin, do you have anything you want to... Nah, alright, here we go, guys. Our adventure takes place in the lands of Lickdracht. They are lands of myth, of legend, and, uh, quite literally by name, they are the lands of dragons. And our heroes have made their way to the dragon capital, to Draconopolis, the one, uh, shining city of dragon kind in probably all the world maybe 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 there's others but let's go with that for now uh on their last adventure they had come here specifically to look for a piece of the staff of gyron a uh, ancient relic from the dawning of the dragon age with oh i did a thing there anyway um from the dawning of dragon society uh from the first ruler of draconopolis and was shattered into ten pieces. They needed the pieces to protect their friends, the Dwarven Lord, the Black King. And so they've set about collecting some of these things. Uh, they discovered where one was. It was um, in the control, or the domain, of a silver dragon known as Chance Felice. He is... A dragon of extreme wealth and renown. So much so that he actually lived above Draconopolis in a cloud giant's uh, castle that he had acquired. Uh, they had met with his primary servant, a uh, coffee addict known as Brenton, uh, who assisted the party in making their way up to, uh, to Chance's castle. They had come to suspect the chance had been replaced at some point uh, by another dragon or cabal of them. Most of the closest servants of chance have been fired and released. Attempts on their lives have been made. And so they approached with great caution. They battled through a clutch of young white dragons. And then the castle came under assault by the disguised chance uh, turned out to be a, an ancient white worm uh, the identity of which they didn't have much of an opportunity to uh, figure out as as the worm had had actually begun had set about destroying the castle uh, knocked it off of its enchantment off of its axis and as it began to plummet down to the city below um Sirak, the Arakakran ranger and member of the Archivist, utilized his cube. I want to say cosmic cube. In fact, that's the only cube I can think of at this moment. Cube of planes, cube of portals, something like that. Uh, open a portal to the elemental plane of air uh, because of the attachment to the cloud giants and their uh, coterminous effects on each other and took about three quarters of the castle of, of the entire thing to 
the elemental plane of air. Met with his people and decided, Sirach decided, that that is where he was going to spend the rest of his days, potentially. But he, he said goodbye to the Archivist in a meaningful and heartfelt moment. And gifted them the cube, allowing uh, Saride, Treasure, and Tauroth to return back to the Prime Material Plane, back to the lands of Lickdraft, and back to Draconopolis. Where I would like to start tonight is with our friends who were not uh, in the castle. Uh, Grizz and Fable, you guys were working the, uh, was it Screamers Screaming uh, Meats or something like that? He probably changes yeah, the name every so. day. I yeah. think it was Screamers Screaming Meats. I think that was right. Yeah. I haven't even been here and that sounds right. So that's the only name I'm willing to accept at this particular moment in time. Um, yeah. And as, as, <laughs> Should Screamers, screaming scrumpets! Oh my god, there it is, there it is, there it is. Um, and uh, and the screaming has only been intensified by the fact that Fable is very bad at this. She's real fucking bad at it, and she's trying so hard. But it's just one of those, she'll look away for this. She's either burning it too much with her own fire because she's getting impatient with how long these things take to cook through properly. I would imagine she's driving Grizz out of his goddamn mind. Uh, Fable, I've told you I went to an expediting for the servers. I don't need you touching the food in any sort of cooking capacity. You need to leave this to screamers and I... Right? I, just, I can heat it. I can cool it. I, I don't know why you're not using my talent. I feel like I'd be... How many of those dishes have come back? Right? They can't if they can't if they can't appreciate the fine quality taste. I was trying to make funnel cakes, all right? It's the rapid temperature shift that makes them work. I fucking know that. It's clearly working really well. And <laughs> your efficiency is being cut back. You, it doesn't matter if you do it twice as fast if you have to do it three times for them to take it. You know what? If you're gonna bring logic and math into this bullshit, I mean just we'll go back to school. <sighs> Three egg bites, four slabs of tongue haunch, and they want one chard. So, you know, cook it properly. Stay out of the kitchen. Sign. She goes up to the next. How can I do that? Oh. So as the short order uh, food truck is delivering carniceria a la Dracon, um, it is a busy time. You guys, this has been the front that you have been working for a couple of days. It has made a little bit of a stir amongst the city and has begun uh, to do pretty well. When Fable's not helping. No, even with Fable helping, uh, uh, even with Fable helping, there there is always a uh, a Screamers and Grizz and and probably everybody. There's there's a wide variety of dragons here. So the ones that you freeze solid go to the ice dragons, and the ones that you uh, overcook go to the 
humans, probably. Uh, so there's, they, they do a very good job of selling what is probably culinary mistakes as, uh, culinary, uh, um, discoveries or, or eccentricities. Yes, opportunities. Eccentricities of, of, you know, um, cuisine. What's, what's fancy? I don't know. I got gourmet. Like the, gourmet. There it is. The cooking shows when something gets messed up and they try to sell it as uh, disassembled. Right. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Deconstructed. Deconstructed. Yeah. Deconstructed. Exactly. It's, exactly. It's just destructed beef. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. So so every day there's a different there's a different special. You know, and it is. Uh, inspired uh you know when when it's when it's frozen solid it's um it's ice dragon white dragon uh specialty you know what i mean and and when it's overcooked they sell it some other way right um you know the mission that your friends are on and have been working on and, but to abandon the truck just for a day after drawing the attention that you guys have, it is a um, not something everybody's willing to do. And it's always good to have a few of you guys hanging around in the back to, uh, what's the word, save everybody else on occasion. I would like both Fable... And Grizz, to roll me percentiles, please. Ninety-five. Okay. Ninety-seven. What the fuck? Um, can I roll for the internet, please? Because clearly. Uh, I will. I rolled a ninety-six. Um, there is. You guys have taken the the cart into the heart of Draconopolis. This is the place where the dragons actually stay. The past few days, you had been working out in the boroughs, the suburbs. These are the areas where, uh, according to the dragons, the small folk, the medium-sized creatures, uh, mostly live, making commutes. If you are humanoid and you live in the downtown center, it is because you are a direct servant of one of the, the mighty uh, dragons that makes their home there. We're going back to the house boy thing from yesterday? Like, yeah, that's sure. just. <laughs> um, coming from, I'm going to say, a bit north of the road that you guys are on, you begin to hear a loud sort of panic. Uh, a. an odd rumbling a sort of not earthquake but definitely the sounds of uh, people 
beginning to run, some screams starting to to happen as this noise begins to uh, creep louder and louder towards you. Uh, I would like Sarayden Grizz to, uh, excuse me, Fable and, Fable Grizz. and Grizz. Thank you. Fable and Grizz to make me perception checks with advantage. Thank you, advantage, because that first one was a three. That's better. 13 plus... 14 whole points! I got a 14 as well, actually. Stop! (laughs) What are the dice tonight? I don't understand. As you guys are serving, you, you sort of hear this ruckus, this kick up of of noise and it doesn't um it doesn't really catch your your attention um you see some people that are that are moving a few of them have stopped and started to point uh but there you are in the heart of draconopolis there are skyscrapers and and massive buildings every building here is designed and sized for adult to worm-sized dragons. Um, even though not all dragons occupy that space, they are made for the most venerable of them, especially here in the heart of the city. The We've discussed how the walkways for medium-sized creatures are uh, decorative trim by comparison to the, the size and the steps and the handholds and uh, all of those sorts of things that go into making this world for uh, for the dragons to to utilize and then you hear the shattering of glass and dra- draconic roars begin to burst up from from not only the sky, but from uh, down the road to the north. And and the yells in Draconic are actually picking up. Um, Do either of you speak Draconic? I do now! I do now! I learned from from treasure! Awesome. Ah! Um, You are... Sorry, that's the highlight of my whole day! You begin hearing um, dragons yelling, in, and they the words are elongated almost to, to true, like like a roar. But in there, you make out the intonations, the gurgles, the, the twists of phrase of... Um, it all sounds like commanding sort of shouts of run, flee, get down move, look out. Um, and people have, the people that had stopped to stare have now begun to run. Uh, you guys take a moment and you cast your eyes uh, to the side and you do, you catch the glimpse uh, high above where even the dragons fly in their heavy traffic pattern. The shadows of which had, you'd become accustomed to the shadows of which uh, made 
the darkening of the sky not seem terribly different or out of place or problematic. But now you realize what it is. The cloud castle above has tilted to 90 degrees and portions of it have begun to fall and break away. Um, you can see it is very large and there are some dragons, uh, some of the smaller ones, definitely the young dragons, the wormlings, they are fleeing. Some of the larger, older dragons, the adults and the worms, are attempting to catch and intercept large portions of large portions of the um, of the castle as it begins to twist and fall. What would you guys like to do? You are pretty much right underneath this thing. Run! Like she just grabs screamers by the beard, grabs, you know, a, uh, assumes that uh, that Grizz can leap onto Benedict and take him out of there. If we can both fit, let's both fit, but fucking move. Like, that's a can't ride Benedict, but yeah, Grizz turns this. This is our fault somehow, isn't it? And but let's not be here to find out. Slaps Benedict and starts uh, turning the cart around because we have the pack horses to Great, whatever we're pulling it. Good, amazing. Starts. Okay. Uh, are either of you proficient in uh, land vehicles? No. No. Okay. Uh, Screamers is? Yes. Driven for us before. Scre- yes. Screamers is. And Eat. so he Same will. <laughs> if, uh, if one or both of you would like to make um, animal handling checks. Yep. Seventeen. Twenty-eight. There All you right. go. Yeah, you guys get the you get the cart and the beast turned around. Um, I'd like to do a, a real quick skill challenge here. Um, I love skill challenge. Yeah. So it is the two of you, Narvi. Is there anybody I'm forgetting? Thosen. Thosen was with you guys. Yeah. Frozen's with me. Clever Stitch. Stitch. And there Clever it is. Stitch, there it is. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. Is. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and we know, Cle- I think Clever Stitch can actually drive, so he will He will be assisting. Uh, if there's something you... Pausing for a stream. It is okay. Mm. Yes. Give me a second yes. to think. Zero. Zero kilobytes per second. Oh, wait, nope. Lord. And... We might be back. Okay. So, you guys didn't miss anything. Um, if you think Narvi can assist you in some way, uh, you can ask him to do so. And so, the cart has begun to roll and, and really starting to pick up speed. Benedict hops on and back to zero. Yep. For fuck's sake, Twitch. So good for a good bit of time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so but again, it is it is it is not just us. Please yeah. know that it is oh, yeah. it is apparently a Twitch issue. 
Yeah, no, I yeah. know. I'm just trying to be cognizant of it. And no, thank yeah. you. Critical role is critical role is breaking the internet from last night. Mm. From last night. Still, yeah. still from last night. I get it. Yeah, it's the it's the aftershocks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back to zero. Uh, okay. Yay. Back to zero. I'm just glad to be hanging out playing with you guys tonight. Yeah, bobbing with Tal Roth. Uh, so the car. I'm. J- I. Why? I'm not even gonna. It's it's a representative of the chaos in the city. Exactly. It, you guys are in yeah. a real traffic jam trying to get this cart out of the city. Uh, you don't want to run over anybody. I'm assuming you can. Yeah. Your cart's no, let's not. super big and able to do it if you want. So what? Well, yeah, because we have those big meat spikes on the wheels, right? Yeah. Oh my god, we could skewer so many dragons. We're in like a Mad Maxian, oh, yeah, no. Mad Maxian hell cart. You don't quite have the like, you don't quite have the like Ben Hur blades, but there's definitely a lot of upright spikes that you have, and yeah, the wheels like are our, are at least they're, they're at like least our, studded. Did did there Fable take a level unbarred yet? Yes, she did. Okay, because you have you have the sit turn. So we've got to hang you from the front. I'm just yeah. saying, get up there and. There it is. Well, there oh, your, oh she's going to get up life, there man. and she's going to actually she does have that moment and she's she's Oh my god, this is it. This is the moment. <laughs> she this is the story and she climbs up on top is ready to like is ready to 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 cart surf mm-hmm. and just bam. <laughs> is this is this your banjo moment? This is a banjo moment, Linda. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Good. This is the banjo moment. Good. Okay. Uh, so in this banjo moment, Grizz and Fable, what would you guys like to do to move people out of your way? Do you stop to help people? Do you pull them onto the cart? Um, it, it, we are talking World War Z, uh, mass of humanity. Uh, this is this is a a disaster movie now. Uh, for is for you guys. debris like starting to like strike into the streets at this it, point so it is just starting um what you realize happened is that one of the one of the smaller dragons tried to catch a piece that was too big for them and crashed into one of the nearby buildings and shattered through the glass that went spraying i actually think the 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 close the better one might be uh Batman v Superman, the beginning of it, or just the okay. end of Superman, because that was awful. <laughs> um, anyway, so so yes, we are in we are in disaster movie territory. We are at the beginning of that destruction. What would you guys um, like to do? So, uh, fuck. Um, she's going to sort of start um, from this position of upward um, using prestidigitation in any way she can uh, to 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 signal like fireworks like hey we're coming this way maybe fall into traffic patterns maybe don't run over each other if we can pull people up uh, great but I also don't think we can slow down and stop um, so like I'm, I'm gonna say you probably need more than some prestidigitation to encourage people to either okay. behave right or move 
that's fine. I will do that then. I will, um, I will use some fucking, um, oh, that's what I will do. I'm gonna summon my fucking phoenix thing. Okay. And it's gonna be a beacon. Okay. It's big. It's supposed to be a dragon, but it's flavored like a phoenix for me. Um, so I am going to, I'm gonna burn this fucking thing and then we're gonna have to fight later, but it's fine. If it helps save people, it's worth it. Um, so she is going to do the summon draconic spirit. Summon, uh, is summon phoenix spirit at this point. Um, and have it just, can it just be a traffic beacon? Sure. Yeah. And it just fly and 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 I would like it to assist. I would like it to guide. I would like it to like it's not combat. I don't have to cast it in combat. It is it is no, um that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I have less my I have less confusion about the uh the the use of the beacon rather than the purpose or effectiveness of the beacon. You said I would need more than prestidigitation to make people do stuff, so I was trying to do okay. something more Abs than that. Yeah, you that works. You you have you definitely have their attention. Uh, Grizz, what are you up to? Do we know? Does the city have a sewer, like an underground sewer system beneath the streets? Do we know? You do not know. You guys have only been here a couple of days. Um, I don't know that you've. Did you ever talk to the dwarf? Your your dwarf contact? No, we no, because that's we got to the city and then I've been gone last. Yeah, he would um, he would have been your he would have been your um, your chance to learn that. Uh, you guys haven't been here, but honestly, maybe two days, three days. So yeah, Grizz is focusing on uh, like just keeping people moving, uh, encouraging. If there are any like children, okay, running around, getting them onto the cart, okay. Uh, and then prepared, like, if there's any debris that looks like it's falling directly towards the cart. Um, I don't have any big damaging spells, uh, but prepping, he's flipping a blade and just is ready with, like, a lightning arrow. Sure. To just try to blast stuff out of the sky if it looks like it's going to hit the cart. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nice. And I, I, so what I guess that's what I'm doing with the Phoenix, is I'm trying to draw attention to the fact that something is coming. Okay. I'm trying to make a scene on more than one level, okay. essentially. Like, if focus that helps. Focus the chaos. Yes, focus the chaos. That is what I'm trying to do. Great. Thank you. Sounds good. Uh, for this, I'm not going to make you guys roll. We're going to assume that it is going uh, as as well as this possibly can mm -hmm. for you guys. Um, so we're not going to roll for success. We might roll for some other outcomes. But you guys begin to uh, make your way out of the city as best as you can. Screebers driving like a cobalt possessed, hopping the cart up onto onto the sidewalks. Um, you, you guys are mostly working on drawing attention, directing people, um, but nobody's terribly focused on, on bringing people on board, if I'm understanding correctly, right? That's it, I was only worried, like if I see a child. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, and and you'll probably pick up a, a couple, but that is not your. Yeah. That's not your main goal, which I. Yeah, I'm worried. And about that's the story of how Fable and Grizz adopted a shit ton of dragon children, 
and um and that is our life now we're gonna run this food truck with scrapers we're gonna have a weird found family of dragon orphans and um it can be platonic we can date other people it's fine i'm pretty sure he's gay um but you know she's just happy to be here and uh he's not gay he's grief personified leave him alone <laughs> did i stutter those are the same yeah. thing grief personified was the other game that we played grizz is grizz is just gay you want you want you want to tell that to your missing hair my dude come on now look that is another topic okay he's falling we don't have time for this shit yeah so uh as you guys look up above the the city the tower has now completely inverted and is is rapidly descending um the dragons that had been previously doing their best to to catch him stop things some hitting falling debris with with breath um towers and and portions of the roof have started to break apart some of it is getting destroyed some of the adult dragons uh you know you don't quite incinerate brick and mortar you just heat it up and then it just hits stuff harder Right? Like, some of their efforts are not super great. Some of them are. Um, It's a mixed bag. But the towers of the city have begun to be be hit by some of this. Some of the smaller pieces. The largest pieces still remaining. Um, There is a moment when uh, you guys have a choice. Uh, Screebers sort of calls out and gives you the option. Um... There's essentially a, like, monorail, a high-up subway rail um, that has some roads along it. You guys can go up and try to be up there, or you can go down and be, um, imagine, like, Batman Begins, like, high or low, really, is is your choice. You're going to have to go up and down some stairs either way, and you've got about six seconds to to yell at screamers. Hi. 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 Okay. Because if we go low and we get barricaded down into the lower parts of the city, if this crashes, we're going to suffocate down there. Okay. Okay. Hi. Follow family's lead. Okay. Absolutely. So Uh, Grizz will be shifting focus from necessarily grabbing people. If we manage to grab a couple kids, great. But he is now more focused on things coming down towards the cart. I think he's gotten on top of it Mm -hmm. and is fully defensive at this point. And that, um, so Fable, because it takes, uh, it takes verbal commands. Um, if we're no longer, or if we're no longer focused on getting people in and out of the way, um, Fable is going to also command the Phoenix spirit to attack things that are falling out of the air. Um, blast them out of the, the same thing that Grizz is doing basically is, is it's essentially the commands being help him keep the air clear because okay. it is an ally to me and my allies. So it should theoretically listen and, and be smart enough to do that. Yeah. Like it's got attacks. Like I can, yeah, I've got shit. So on board for the purposes of ease, I don't want to have to command it every turn. No, you're good. So yeah, we're, you. we're going with, with general idea here. Um, I mean, this could be a whole session if, if we had that whole party exclusively, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, we're, we're just sort of painting a picture of, of what you guys are experiencing. Uh, so you get up on the upper railways. You are driving along these uh, large, they're, you know, dragons make things big, big roads along the side. You divert uh, along one of the roads that goes away from the 
lightning rail that is up there that is very much a, a straight shot from like the heart of the city out to the suburbs and, and back, right? Um, your path is a little more windy. It's definitely sticking through like the interiors. You're watching uh, and smaller bits have begun to hit some of the buildings. Uh, and as you guys are looking up, you see this mass of uh, wind sort of like a tornado uh, begin to to swirl about and it actually sort of catches uh, obstructs your entire view of the cloud giant castle well not all of it about three quarters of it um, and you're watching um, you can both make one more perception check at disadvantage ah Fourteen. Nine, Nineteen. Okay. Nice. Um, so you you guys are looking. You're you're kind of trying to see maybe if you can spot your your friends. Um, they you do kind of see because as mentioned, this is our fault, and we feel like we know that uh, they're probably somewhere up there. Like, you you know that's where they were going. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This has something <laughs> to do with us. You're Not sure what? Um, we caused this somehow. So you're, you're watching, and you you think you maybe see some shadows of theirs. Uh, you definitely see that there is a dragon up, like, at that castle. And the whirlwind obstructs the view, and it looks like about three-quarters of the castle fall directly into that whirlwind. You lose sight of it. But there is another one and a half two sort of side towers that continue to fall they're they're sort of missile pointed down they're kind of tumbling in air uh some of the dragons are trying to break them apart both with with like physical ramming of them with their draconic breath telekinesis breath you know i, I mean we're talking acid and uh acid fire everything they can Right. But, I mean, there's some some big chunks of rock that are still flying and, and beginning to smash into some buildings. Screebers uh, squeals the tires, uh, the, the, the wood uh, along, along the paved stones and sort of sparks come flying out of the back of it as the the metal spikes start you know they're being sheared off as you're driving past buildings and other carts and and uh things many people have run inside some people are trying to run outside the dragons um the small ones the wormlings and the and the young adults um have you if you've ever seen like a a herd of lizards just scamper away from something yes like up on the sides and like that it that is what it looks like um there are there pretty much everything is fleeing um as that whirlwind portal closes you can see the the large portions that are still kind of raining down onto the center of draconopolis the largest portion that that doesn't get stopped or broken uh you don't see the destruction it causes but you see it disappear behind 
uh, a building essentially and the the impact is lets out such a, a thunderous explosion that it rattles your bones you you feel the wave of it um this far away and you, and you're probably a mile out um it hits hard uh as you guys come rounding the corner the you have one last sort of decision to make um there it looks like the last the furthest out bit of destruction is has in classic uh disaster movie fashion has destroyed the railway up ahead for the lightning rail and part of the building is sort of tumbling down and and blocking your path forward as well so what would you guys uh, like to do um is there oh god if we're in superhero disaster movie time is something coming on the railway do we have to superman there is something coming down you know Shit! you you had passed the the rails being loaded up you Fuck! know the, the the car you you probably don't see it yet but you probably hear it good amazing uh Sure would be nice if I'd ever managed to find some winged boots because then I could do some cool shit right now, but I can't. Um, no, it's it's the weekly orphan um, delivery. Ah! <laughs> um, hey, orphans and puppies first. Obviously. Um, great, amazing. Um, so they were going uh, into town for a field trip. Stop it! I no. will cry. There are no orphans or puppies here. Thank this you. is Draconopolis. Okay. Um, um, go first, please. All my so ideas are horrible. The the wreckage and everything. Are there any plants or tree like trees sure. and absolutely and stuff like that? Yeah. Um. Oh, and then the collapsed wreckage. Grizz is gonna run up, okay. and he's gonna cast plant growth to try to like force those to like grow and push up and just shove like the bigger wreckage out of the way. If okay. I can. It's it's a long shot, but I don't have a whole lot of good stuff for the situation. So it's all normal plants and it's a hundred foot radius okay. set around a point within 150 feet of me. Okay. Um, and they just immediately overgrow. It becomes difficult terrain. I'm just hoping that it's enough to like push wreckage sure. out of the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're so you're trying to clear your the path for screamers, or are you? For th- I think the path for the the train for the is... train. Okay, great, got it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Fable. Um, well, because what I was asking was if the tracks had been destroyed. You said yes. Like, and is it overhead? Like, it's going to. Potentially. Mr. Incredible. For, yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. So, um, fuck, how far away are we from the the rails? As close or as far as you need to be. Good. Excellent. Um, for fuck's sake, uh, I am going to do something stupid. Um, and I like stupid. I'm just growing plants, so... That's fine. Um... She's going to do a dumb and um, she's going to. Okay, how high can I? Um, 
What level am I? What level can I do this for? It doesn't say for polymorph. Doesn't fucking say. Um, so polymorph would be a beast uh, equal to your uh, a challenge rating equal to your character level or whatever your polymorphing's uh, challenge okay. rating. Then there's there's nothing I can do that is going to be strong enough to hold the train back. Because uh, I can't grab it from the front because if I take damage, I transform back into me and I would get squished and die. So I was going to like try to pull it from the back and make breaks happen. So instead, what I'm going to do is... Um, uh, <laughs> instead, what I'm going to do is this. Um, I am going to... Uh, do I not have that? I don't have Dimension Door. I have no way to quickly travel, but I'm hoping I can get up to the, the rails or or I can leap off of our car and get to the rails sure. fast enough to um done to Frozone and and try to wall of ice to slow it down at least. I'm just gonna she's gonna run haul ass as far up the um track the the track the broken track as possible okay and just try to build up this wall of ice to slow it down sure um it may crash into it um you um so no, no, i have a smarter idea i have a smarter idea no she's um i'm smart and we just watched in the baking incredible thing the impossible baking thing i'm gonna make a steep ice coming where the train is gonna be so she's gonna make a very steep ice so that if it goes, it'll kind of stop. Because it, it, if if it's, I want to make it steep enough that it's hard for it to clear and just, <sighs> so it won't crash because it's a slope, okay. but it also won't just go sailing like it's Tony Hawk. Okay. It'll not be able to roller coaster all the way up because okay. can I, hopefully they'll can see also, it coming and they'll slow down the train. Can I tweak what I was gonna do? Please. To work more in tandem with this, so she's yeah. making her ice ramp. Okay. runs up and still using uh, plant growth, but the yeah. where it's a hundred foot radius, two hundred feet of rail before that. Sure, have all of the plants growing there, creating difficult terrain to hopefully slow the train yes, as it that. gets to okay as it yeah. gets to her ice ramp. Okay. Just trying to make it so it doesn't catapult, but also so that it fucking doesn't crash. I'm not. I'm not. I didn't just make a block of ice. <laughs> so. But, but but now now is the important question. Yeah. How are you making this ice? Because if you are using a cantrip, yes, that is that's gonna. That but is, I'm going no. I'm not cantripping. I'm going to use a big spell, and I will upcast it if it gives me more amounts. Um, because I have I have the create ice per day. Okay. Um, uh, so I was going to create ice. I can use the cantrip to shape it into the slope, but I'm not using it to create the ice because that is too small of a spell for that amount of ice. Yeah. I'm aware. So I'm just going to create a block of ice as big as I can and then shape it. I'm not going to like. That's fine. I, I, <laughs> listen, I'm I'm less worried about the, the shape. I am more concerned about your ability to create it. So I have, um, I have the once per day, um, where the fuck did you go? Um, it's a it's the ice genasi feature of that we made of the creating ice, um, which just should be different than shape ice. So, um, so ice, tu ice touch. There it is. So uh, the shape ice just comes with it, but the ice touch create or destroy ice. 
Um, I can create it as a second level. Um, and uh, I, yeah. So, so. Uh, yeah, it's based off of Creator Destroy Water. Yes. Uh, except yours comes frozen. So 10 gallons. Right. Um, and then at second level or higher. So what level are you casting this at? I am going to to get as much of a ramp as fucking possible. Sure. I am going to go as high as I can, which is I'm going to cast a... I'm going to cast a fifth level create ice. Okay. And make a slide. Great. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say you... It's not uh, concentration. It's instantaneous. Um, you are probably going to... You're probably going to cast out... Uh, most of your spell levels. Great, that's fine, so, whatever. Let's try to keep people alive. That's fine. Sounds good. Um, awesome. I will. I would like uh, both of you to roll percentiles uh, with advantage. So roll two. Take, take the higher. Well, that's a 25. I don't like that. 31 and 94. 74. Nice. Absolutely. 94. We'll... Thank you, Grizz. You guys, I mean, you guys all made, you made some great choices, some huge um, efforts, right? The As the lightning rail comes barreling through the tunnel, the uh, plants come growing up, part of them being singed and burnt. And, and you, at first you're, because it, it runs literally on lightning, uh, little licks of, of electrical power. And you're like, I just created a fire tunnel, but the plants continue to grow. <sighs> And begin to to wrap around and catch the train. The high ice um, ramp uh, along with, uh, you know, built out sides that that catch part of the train as it uh, rolls up and slows and and sort of losing its momentum and and the uh, electromagnetic field that keeps it aloft sort of thumps down and, and kind of falls on the sides and the plants and the ice begin to to catch it. Um, pretty much everybody survives. The only people, uh, some people inside are injured, but uh, That's fine. But yeah, much They can suck it. <sighs> much, much better. You guys um, absolutely do a, a wonderful job of stopping what could have been a, a catastrophe and you're helping the people out of the train. All of you are, um, you know, the panic, the devastation, the immediate problem has, uh, diminished. The, hey, if you're not hurt, start clearing the road. The air is thick with, um, with debris, with stone, with sand, and the cloud of of dust that settles over the central portion of of Draconopolis. It is uh, it's zero frames, so we're going to take just a second. Hey, there we go. We're coming back. It is a, a harrowing moment. To be certain. Um, You see so many dragons filling the sky, flying towards the destruction, carrying out 
hurt dragons carrying out hurt um, small folk. Uh, you can see and hear the efforts for the next few hours. And it takes you guys some time to help everybody out, make sure people are safe, reunite some families, people that had jumped on the train just in, in a panic, attempting to flee what what seemed like an, an imminent demise. So as the sun sets, and you guys begin to make your way back to the suburbs. Up ahead, you see this tremendous it's not a riot, not yet. But it is a tense situation. You can feel it. There are gathered together 300, 400 um, humanoids, civilized folk. And they're all around, both on the lower road and up here on the other side of the... Um, oh, come on back. There we go. Other side of, of the broken rail. Um the exit out of the center of, of Draconopolis. And you see there are a handful of dragons. Three. Maybe a fourth you kind of hear stalking about. And you can see the telltale shimmer of a wall a force wall that has been put up um, blocking keeping people from from exiting the uh, the city and you hear them yelling and arguing with with the dragons um, and, and part of it is... The small voices overlap each other, but you can hear in in the turmoil. I live out there. My family's out there. I can't find my kids. I need to know what's going on. And no matter what the argument becomes, these dragons, and I'd like you to make perception checks perception investigation even insight you guys tell me whichever one you want perception I got a 16 okay. got uh, perception insight or what investigation a 9 okay There we go. Welcome back. Okay. Um, you speak Draconic uh, Fable, so so you get that that piece. Um, but you 
the dragons speak exclusively in draconic and even as you can hear some of the the small folk like what did he say i don't understand him what's going on and then some of them will start to trans some others will start to translate um it is save your belly aching draconic blood is spilled this day we will see each of you civilized individuals be brought before council. We will know the cause of this catastrophe. Your innocence is not presumed. You have been warned time and again Dragon life is the only life that matters here. Turn back or be forfeit. Not even really knowing like what the dragon is saying, because Grizzlin speak draconic. Yeah. He already like is turning to fable. We've got to get out of here. If they connect this to us, this is going to turn into a full-scale attack on the dwarf. If we try to leave too quickly and find a way out, they'll definitely know we had something to do with it. We just have to get out of this crowd if this goes south. Actually, um, I'm more worried right now about where the others are. Uh... Um, can we see a, a clear path of any kind toward the wreckage? So back towards the center of town. Uh, pretty much yeah. everybody is, is kind of coming towards you. Um, they haven't, not, people are still trying to exit the city, right? It's all sort of confusion. Um, what does in a way help and both hurt your cause is that after repeating himself a few times, the dragons, these this trio, and you do actually find there is a fourth on one of the nearby buildings, uh, and they're they're adult dragons. They're not they're not ancient. They're not worms. They're you know they're they're huge. They're lar- they're bigger than large, right? Bigger than a horse. Um, all let out that that terrifying draconic roar at the same time in a in a a concert of of terror now i'm not going to worry about you guys i'm going to say you're not terrified of them the way pretty much 90% of the rest of the people in front of them are and even the people that were behind you hearing and seeing this start to turn around and begin to sort of panic and and the the scene goes from what could have been one of pure violence into one of fear and you sort of understand that there's a a, a satisfaction among them about this um 
you guys make your way back to the center of the city uh, safely. And the people that you saved on that on that lightning rail recognize you, are indebted to you, and extremely grateful to you. They better be. I burned literally all of my fucking spell slots on these strangers today. Yeah. So they better be. You get to Frozone up. It was worth it. I, I did get to Frozone up, but you know, he gets to replenish just by drinking water. I have to sleep for eight hours. I know. Which doesn't feel likely right now. <sighs> um, as you guys are making your way back to the center of town, you can, and if you have another option than this, please throw it out to me. You are a, you have a little bit of a reputation, not necessarily entirely of, uh, of like saving people, but people have seen the food cart around, right? They know you're not from in town. That was established last episode. You don't dress like Draconopolans. Uh, you don't act like them. You don't, you know. But you do have food. You have fresh water. You have resources that you can share. You can also attempt to purely hide and make yourselves scarce. Um, if you see another option, I am I am open to hear it. But that, to me, seems like your two kind of courses of action. I do have another option. It's just really stupid. Okay. But none of the voices of reason are here to tell me not to. They're all up there. Not, no, I feel like you'd be on board. Um, okay. Clever stitch. I, I also have a stupid idea. Yay! Okay. Listen, Caitlin, Caitlin is ready to choose violence tonight, so that means Fable is ready to be stupid as fuck. Um, uh, let's play. Um, so, what if, hear me out, um, since they know we're not, I'm going to ask this out of character first. Sorry, just in case it, sure. it's a, such a stupid idea that DM says no. Okay. Um, we have established that we are not from in town and that we are uh, here doing food truck things. What if we went and ingratiated ourselves to the dragons as though we were in from out of town? Uh, and the fact that I speak draconic may help. Um, we were actually sent as private investigators we are the the food truck is a cover. If you've noticed, we've not we're not great at it. Um, we can find out what happened to your to your city here. No one will suspect us. We can blend right in, but we're here to work for you. We believe in the Dragon Code or whatever. Like sure, could, like that's my that's my, my idea is like so fake. Like we're on I, their side. I so I will I will give I you in plain an, sight. I will give you an honest assessment. You have a 50-50 shot. If you talk to anybody from the Dragon First movement. You are, doesn't matter who or what you are, you are a plaything to be eaten, blamed, scapegoated, and or enjoyed. Right. That is, right. You, you do not know who, what they look like or That's, who they are. Um, right. If you were to find uh, somebody that was not a part of that movement, you could, There's a. is there a potential that they'd be like, oh, that might be actually helpful? Yes, there is. But there's a at least a, a flat out fifty percent shot that you run into uh, the guys that were locking people in. Uh, Grizz, what was you, what was your idea before we settle on? Just let it be better than mine. I'm not opposed to your idea. 
But my idea kind of goes in the opposite direction. We should find a place to hide. We have resources to share. We can help people. I say we find the people that are disgruntled. And we can plant the seed of rebellion here. I think the seed is probably already there. I, I like that idea. It was That was my end goal. But we I just, just went there a different way. Yeah, we nurture it. We don't necessarily put ourselves in the crosshairs right out the gate. There's a lot of disgruntled people right now. It's mm. going to be easier to find people who are going to be on board. They can start something here. You've no idea how many stories of rebellion and rage I have listened to and a play acted growing up. I think I've been preparing this for a long time. Let's go. I think, I think it gives us a good shot at finding our friends. If they fell, I have full faith that they survived. I'm not going to let something like a little falling castle that destroyed a city well, come out. Well, Stitch is here, so we know the most likely to die amongst them is in plain sight, and he's fine. You're fine? He's like laying on the back floor. You know, he's been sprawled out, knocked out. One of the you good, like <laughs> one of so, the kids that we rescued is playing with his tail. Yeah, that sounds about right. So if he's alive. The rest of them have never proven to me that they die fairly easily. She wasn't there for any of the Chowroth bullshit, so she she believes that to be fully true. Um, I got, I think I got killed within two days of knowing you lot. So again, the two people most likely to die are with the one most likely to blow up if she tries to die. The others of them are fairly stable, relatively speaking. Um, and we've got Screamers, who tends to, you know, um, he'll keep us alive. So, uh, if he's still driving the ship, then we're fine. Um, I'd say they've got better odds than us of making it out of your life, but... So I, I say we find a place to hide, set up shop, start helping people that have lost their homes, that might be dissatisfied with their current form of government. And that also lets us put out feelers to try to find our friends, okay. wherever they may have ended up. Fine, I like it. All right. Uh, why don't you both roll me a percentile? Great. I can only roll high, roll high so many times. You saved that. 28. 69. Hey. Nice. Best number. There you go. Um, it wins automatically. It's because she's the bard now. There it is. Fuck! Shit! You're right. Yep. So. Only one level, though. You guys do. Um... You do a good job. You you are able to find a lightning rail underpass, part of this broken lightning rail, where you can, uh, at least for a few days, help uh, people that are in need of, of food and continue to gain uh, a interest and, and sort of a, a leg up or information on, on exactly what is happening. Uh, I think we are going to take our break here, if that is okay. And when we come back, we will have the return of uh, Tauroth Treasure and Saride. So I mean, I think I think what we do is at this point we just run two separate parties for the rest of the season, and it is the in town rebellion and the in town back in town finding their way to the rebellion parties. <sighs> That and sounds we'll just, like uh, you know. That horrible. sounds that sounds great. When you have your own campaign, you do that and let me know how it goes. You don't think I will? It'll go horribly, but I'll do it with joy. I. We're gonna say good night, everybody. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll... don't say good night. <laughs> don't say good night. <laughs>
All right. Uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes. But until then, what am I trying? I'm trying to find a be right back. Yeah, let's do that one. All right. We'll be back in just a few minutes. But until then, stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Caitlin playing Fable Frost, the Ice Genasi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer. Hey. I got it right this time. <laughs> I'm Meg. I'm playing Sarai Landir, the Eldrin Knowledge Cleric. I'll figure it out one day. I'm Andrew. I'm playing Grizz, the Beastmaster Dwarven Ranger. I'm Kez, and I'm playing Treasure Nightcrafter, the Tiefling Barbarian. And I'm Maz playing Talroth Oakenblade, the Wood Elf Scout. Awesome. We want to say thank you to our raiders that came to us in the middle. It was, uh, ooh, horror games? Something games. Table Bad. of Horrors. Table of they Horrors. They were playing Vamp. They were playing Vampire the Masquerade last, oh. which is our, our Thursday our Thursday game. They yeah. were playing ours, obviously. They were doing their own their own chronicle. Yes. Because that's how things work here. That is. Uh, so super excited to have you guys. Thank you so much for the raid. Really appreciate it. And uh, we're starting next week. We got like two weeks of uh, Vampire on Fridays. So that'll be that'll be fun and exciting. And we will we will pay the favor back. So thank you guys. Um, but that's next week. This tonight is Disasters in Danger. It is our D and D five E high fantasy campaign set in the world of Lickdracht. Our heroes had uh, through a series of events that is too much. I'll just sum up. Uh, accidentally dropped part of a flying castle onto a city of dragons. And the other half of the party uh, just escaped the disaster movie scenario and have discovered that uh, some of the dragons, at the very least, have already begun to blame the civilized uh, medium, small folk, as they call them, um, from within the city. And are preventing, uh, preventing them from leaving the city proper to the outlying sort of suburbs, and so that is where we left things off. Um, Grizz and Fable had uh, been working to escape and and make their way through all of that, while Saride, Tauroth, and Treasure were saying goodbye to Sarak from uh, last Monday. So. We're going to pick up about a day later with Saride, Treasure, and Tauroth. With your return, utilizing the uh, planar cube. Um, first of all, I would like... I guess all of you. Mm, who has the cube? Who's using the cube? That becomes the question. Does it have to be attuned? I'm gonna tell you in a second. Uh, cubic gate. That's it. Um. No, but I. Th uh, I. Oh, I think for tower for. Uh, Sirach to uh, to imprint additional planes on it um, has to be attuned. Okay. Who, who wants it? 
it's not. I have a cube. You have a cube. I have a. I have a. I have a cube. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to attune to it every day, but it is. It is something that until it is. Um, it is not. It's. It's not reached its final form yet. Um, so it does require some some effort. Now, um, you do cast the plane shift spell. I would like you to roll me a spellcasting ability check. So d20 plus your wisdom modifier. And we are looking for a 17. Sure you are, but that's a 10. Okay. All right. So we live with Sorak now. <laughs> the spell does cast. The spell does cast. Um, the the issue is not is not necessarily the spell being cast, but um, as you guys are returning to the prime material plane, you link hands as you prepare to cast the plane ship spell. Uh, Saride, you have you have the cube, and to press the the side twice um, to cast plane shift. The energy overcomes each of you and, and rolls through you, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 style. And you find the, the elemental plane of air disappearing before you. And as your essences begin to shift back into the prime material plane, you, you feel uh, this sort of... Uh, it's like being jammed up against a glass wall and and sort of being uh, or like being squeezed through something very very small and very very uh, tight and as that is happening each of you sort of feels uh, your grip on each other loosen and and dissipate um you all arrive back within the city of Draconopolis, along with Thosin. And Sorak is no, not, not with us. I mean, he's with us. He's just not right. with us. Um, so, I would like each of you first to roll me a d20. Just a flat D20. Okay. 17. Okay. 17. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, Saride and Treasure, you both end up finding yourselves uh, within the heart of Draconopolis, not uh, not quite the dead center, but near enough to the um, museum district that actually treasure you had, uh, I believe you had gone and, and seen part of previously before before your, your sojourn to the elemental plane of air. So you guys are at least vaguely familiar with this place. Now you don't arrive together. You definitely arrive separately. Um, and this is not quite ground zero for the destruction, but these buildings took a beating. 
for sure. Um, some of them are broken. Some of them are being excavated. Although what you see far more of are dragons and civilized uh, folk traveling towards uh, one of one of the other nearby districts, which is just slightly further towards towards the dead center, and you recognize as being a uh, the historical center for for the city. This was the actual like original draconic meeting stones, right? And, and everything else is sort of built up around it, uh, which is why the museums are so very nearby. I would like both of you to now roll me a percentile. And this is going to sort of decide how good or bad of an experience you have. Oh, man. 68. Oh, you got a rock. <laughs> I got a rock. 87. 87. Okay. When you guys have returned now, the you immediately recognize the destruction. And it doesn't take long before you guys are piecing together what... Piecing together sort of what happened here. Um, it is... It's difficult. The dragons that you see look at you not with suspicion or with uh, sort of fear or concern, but they confusion. When you guys first arrive, it's past noon, about a day later, right? Everybody that's here is either injured on their way away from the the ground zero or on their way to it to help dig people out. And so seeing you guys sort of be a little aimless is noteworthy. Um, that applies to both of you. It, it probably takes you a few minutes to, to gather things up. Um, Saride, you see a group of about three um, medium folk, civilized. Uh, you can't tell if their clothes are disheveled because they have uh, been injured, hurt, or if they are more homeless vagabond type of people. But you sort of see them ducking around back into one of the corner alleys. Um, too small for a dragon to travel down. You can completely ignore them. You can follow them. You can talk to them. What What would you like to do? First of all, I want to make sure Thousand's here. You are... You are alone. Oh, like, oh, fuck. You are alone. You um, you arrived. Okay, I'm going to... I don't have a message anymore. Damn 
my goodness, this spell's not unsending. Sorry, my love. I'm curious. She's gonna go um, follow the follow the vagabonds. Okay. Are you gonna attempt to do so stealthily, or? I mean. If, I mean, if this were to go know. perfectly for you, how would it go? She just follows them and sees what's where they're going, and they don't give her shit about it. Okay. Um. I, yeah. She doesn't know what happened, so. Okay. Um, you're gonna see that you're gonna kind of follow them a little bit. You're gonna see them disappear down uh, an alley, and you're gonna lose them. But you're going to piece together that there is some form of hidden exit or, or entrance at this particular point in the city behind uh, what is about a block away from the uh, Dragonheim Museum. Oh, right. The, yeah. The Guggen, right. Uh, the Guggen Drag. The Guggen. I like Dragonheim. Yeah, Dragonheim uh, works better. Yeah, it does. Um, can I make a, a mental note of where? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Absolutely. Um, treasure. You arrive in a similar district. You guys are probably, you don't know it yet, but half a mile apart. Not that far. Um, you see the similar scene, dragons and workers either traveling, either helping injured out, tending to the wounded, repairing buildings, heading towards what is the largest destructive center of, of the town of Draconopolis. You do run into a group of three uh, mages. They look relatively young. Uh, Elven, so probably 250, 300 maybe. Uh, definitely adults, but not the venerable uh, ages that some others may be. Um, you can hear them chattering. They're talking amongst themselves. Um, they're speaking relatively low. And they have with them, and you, you sort of recognize them, uh, each one has a shield guardian, which you remember from Cairdian. Uh, you see the amulet. You see the golem walking with them. They are headed towards the greater debris. Um, what you can ignore them. You can do anything you would like. What What would you like to do? Well, she doesn't see her friends about it's it's concerning but it's also probably not good to stick out too much so she's gonna play it up you know the scar that she's got here anyways okay uh head injury like she's just trying to kind of get her senses back but follow them you know and see if she can help out because her her thoughts are are you digging people out from under the rubble yeah i'll try to help i'm a little I'm a little woozy right now, but I, I can lift boulders. I'm good at that. Great. Yeah, make me, uh, I'll take either, I'll take persuasion or performance. I'll take either one. 
No, persuasion. Okay. That's the first one I came across. Cool. Well, not too shabby. Uh, dirty 20. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, people are, when you get, you follow them to the center of the, the destruction. They are, they are digging both medium folk and dragons out. And I would like you to make I want to say history. Okay. We're, we're really going to be talking about like architecture. So it's an intelligence check. If you have something that you think might give you proficiency in that, I will... I'll, I'll hear it, right? If you have any building tools or design uh, proficiencies or anything along those lines. Um, the only proficiencies I would have necessarily would be more from just watching Talroth car- do his cartography thing. Does her being from Jalen help at all? Not with this. No, 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 no. Okay. But I'll give you, because of because of the relationship with Talroth and... Uh, you guys working closely together, and actually his map making is probably a better fit. Um, I'll give you half. I'll give you half the proficiency. Rounded. So I would take history or no? You can roll history, yeah. Okay, I'll roll history then. Ooh, natural 18 plus a four, so Professor Treasure's definitely in the house. Nice. Well done, Treasure. <laughs> um Looking over the rubble, and and they do. They put you to work right away. Um, one or two of the of the more clerical minded, the the devout of Bahamut, um, sort of check out your wounds, make sure that you're okay, because you you walk up presenting that you're that you're concussed more or less, right? Mm-hmm. Um, other people are like, nah, go to work, right? They they got no problems with it, um, but. You are there. You're digging people out. Roll me a d6. Four. Okay. You're there for, yeah, about four hours. And in that time, you pull out every sort of person, supplicant, right? Any multiple kinds of dragons, right? Some wormlings crushed, some young adults crushed. Uh, the adults were a little hardier, but it is it is a tragic scene, to be sure. And you start looking around. There is something odd about the amount of destruction at this point. You can see the remains of, of the of the cloud giant castle. Um, but you get the feeling something to to do the amount of damage that this has done, something helped it along. Um, the other thing you sort of get is that this impact spot goes Which is confusing because it looks like most of the destruction happened when it hit one of the one of the skyscrapers, one of the towers, right? But 
where all the rubble is is actually not piled tremendously high. You think because it's sunk deep beneath the street level. So almost like there was some sort of cavern beneath the street level that this weight just crashing down on caused? It might be the weight or it or this was its own impact site and mm. opened up something beneath it. You're you're not sure. There's too much stuff in the way. That's the kind of thing I got to find Tauroth to explain uh architecture to me on that one. Yeah, or or a dwarf or a Grizz, you know. Yeah. Um you help out for a while. You get a you get a feel for kind of what happened. Again, the both the people and the dragons here, it is a demonstration of of goodness, charity, care, an outpouring of consideration and support that is uplifting in a way. Saride, treasure. Saride, you eventually make your way towards the, the ground zero-esque portion and you do run into treasure she is there um you find her uh you guys are going to in another hour or so start to try to make your way back towards the the outskirts and as you're going you're gonna you're gonna find your way come across the giant meat truck it's a little hard to miss in the meantime though tauroth how bad did i screw up when you arrive, you I'm trying to think of any of our adventures that have taken us somewhere like this. And I and I draw a blank. The buildings here are decrepit. They are torn into with claws and bites. The lightning rail system that runs up ahead, overhead, you can see there's just stagnant, defunct rails that have been graffitied and tormented. You look around and... You can see in the street corners from where you're at, three of the like corner bodegas, corner shops, look like they've been literally dug out. Just a claw in there, having broken the wall, the corner pieces. Um, you make me a perception check. Natural 19 for a 30. Hey. You know immediately there you you don't see signs of another medium sized uh, civilized folk for years. You have you have arrived in whatever neighborhood corner boat corner uh, borough um project that is this is the domain of the dragon first movement 
this is where you are this is where the prince of fang and claw exists I am immediately just hood up trying to find some kind of shadow and hiding all right make make a stealth check Natural 20 for a 33. For 10,000, we get it, yeah. Thank okay. God. <laughs> hey, I don't get to roll stealth that often anymore. Cut me in some slack. Yeah, you, you do. Gr- no, know, we want you. Fair. Yeah, roll your stealth, man. No. Roll your stealth. I've never wanted Talroth to not exist more than I do right now. In the best way possible. Yes, um, yes, yes. Oh, no, 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 no. You, no, that was, it was clear. Yeah. Um, you duck into one of the shadows. Absolutely. And you do not feel at ease. You do not feel better. As much as darkness has cloaked you for out throughout your entire career, you know the sight of dragons breaks the darkest of shadows. You begin to stealth your way through. I'd like you to roll me a percentile. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking back to when we stumbled across Castle Diabolic. Thirty-nine. Okay. You begin to navigate these streets. I'm talking. Metal Gear Solid, XCOM Ranger, in a box, right? You're you're pulling out all the stops. And you're doing a good job. You stick to the shadows. You stay away from the larger buildings. You, um, in an odd way, not out in the open, but staying away from the buildings where the dragons are deep nesting is best for you. You avoid the rooftops. You use the destruction and the rubble of what they've done to this district. You see no evidence of the the pain and suffering that is happening in the heart of the city. But this looks terrible enough. You are near... Go ahead. Please, please, please. As I'm going through, I am just kind of mentally trying to map it out so I can, when I have a spot to kind of be safe just map it out really quick just because if this is because i remember hearing rumors about the dragon first stuff before yeah so if i kind of want to remember where this is just in case it might come in handy yeah you're doing a good job working your way towards a more hospitable portion of the city and up ahead you hear what sounds like a rally? A gathering? Something. You can completely avoid it. It'll take longer. Or you can try to get close enough to listen in. Now you are on the edge of the dragon first area. May not be dragons, might be more civilized folk. You can't tell at this point. What would you like to do? 
the voices that I'm hearing at the rally, are they draconic, common? Like what kind of language am I hearing? It sounds like a lot, a, a, like a large group. So either a couple of adult plus dragons, but they would be like cheering and roaring. You actually think it's more likely to be a large, like a group of people. However, it is mostly draconic. Do you speak draconic? Not at all. Okay. I would recognize draconic thanks to yeah. having some chats with treasure. Absolutely. I, I think all I know is the word for coffee and whiskey. You do not hear those words. Am I able to see anything from where I am? Not from where you're at. No. You can get a little... You you don't have to commit the whole way. You can get a little closer to at least see what, what is going on. That would be the main thing. Because okay. if I can't understand what they're saying, as long as I can kind of see what's happening and where they are, then that might help me out. All right. Make me a, make me a stealth check. God for this fucking cloak, because one of them was a nat one, the other's a nat 19. All right. So that's a 32. Yeah. You round the corner and you can see it's actually on the quote unquote civilized side. There is, there are two dragons. One of them is a young adult dragon. The other one is a full blown adult. Next to them is a stage, and on the stage, you see a group of dragonborn, but they are, and they're wearing vestments, holy robes, and you, you've seen the iconography of both Bahamut and Tiamat. This is... some odd sort of amalgamation of both it is a it is a depiction that um that if you were if you didn't know better you think it was what somebody like if you described the emblems to the to somebody and they drew it and got it wrong it it's almost a bastardization they are holding this rally in Draconic. Most of the audience is Dragonborn. There are maybe a couple of Wormlings. And on the outskirts, towards the far back, nervously watching on, there are a few other civilized individuals. Mostly dragonborn, half dragons, and you think even the ones in the back. These remind you of the dragonborn you fought when you guys first crossed the mountains. Yeah, I am avoiding that entirely. The one thing I will note mm -hmm. is that there seems to be pamphlets, posters, and literature written in Draconic that litters this whole area. You don't have if to I, go get it. If you if you were feeling if you're feeling froggy, that might be the one thing you can you can try to grab. 
yeah, if I can get, I'll try to at least get a pamphlet, just something maybe with a little bit of information just to kind of, kind of put in the sack and keep on going. So I'm going to say the posters, probably the easiest. Those are spread out the furthest. They're unattended. They're on walls, right? Flyers, second hardest. Pamphlet is going to be like a five-page little like flip book sort of thing. Not impossible. Not You're super stealthy. Not super difficult. I mean, difficult, but not like impossible. So what are you going for? Pamphlet? Pamphlet's going to give you the most information. Would I be able to go for all three? Like start with a poster, see if anyone saw me. Sure. Go for a flyer, see if anybody saw me. Sure. And just slowly push my luck. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, we can do that. Um, okay. So, so we're going to start with the with a stealth check DC twenty for a poster. Uh, yeah, that's I beat that. Absolutely, no problem. Uh, DC twenty. Oh, sorry, um, stealth or sleight of hand. For that stealth. For that okay. stealth. Because you can grab a poster and a flyer unattended. You're gonna need a slide of hand. You're gonna need stealth and slide of hand to get a pamphlet. Okay. Okay. So, flyer next. Mm-hmm. Twenty-five stealth. At twenty. Okay. Nicely done. Last one. Twenty-eight stealth. Twenty slide of hand. It's 28 stealth, 20 sleight of hand. So yep. I have to roll a 15. Okay. Well, these new dice have been doing me good so far. So let's see what we got. Fifteen on the dot. Twenty-eight. Okay. Alright, so that gets you the stealth. Slide of hand check. You said it was a DC... 20. 20. That's a total 24. Nicely done. I love these new dice. Absolutely. You get all the literature you can. You escape around the back. Your cloak of elven kind letting you uh, Mary Pippin and urban camouflage your way into all the corners and and alleyways and all of those wonderful things. Um, It's going to be... Roll me a D10. That's a six. It's going to be about six hours before you you make it and regroup with the rest of the the party. Um, But, so it's going to be in the evening. Saride, Treasure, you guys have grouped up. Don't know where Thosin is, but you have found your way back to Fable and Grizz. It is the evening of the following day. You guys are at the food truck. It is parked under one of the underpasses. Tauroth will be along shortly. Um, but you guys may may please uh, take over any role-playing you would, or conversations. What would you like to do? So Ride is casting Sending at this point to try to figure out where Thosin is. Okay. Um, I need you to make a spellcasting check. Hold on. Everything changed because I got a PC. And now I don't know where anything is. Okay. 
wisdom. Fuck you. It's a six. She's panicked. So um, you know the spell. It's not that he's not there. It's that the spell's being dampened. Um, You get the feeling that that the dragons have enacted some form of magical dampener uh, throughout the city. Ah, fuck. Which now, which is why your your plane shift split split you guys up. Yeah, the cubic gate is very powerful. That's why you arrived, but you couldn't hold everybody together. That's why you guys all split up. So you know he made it. You don't know where he is, but he is on the prime material plane. And we still don't have Talroth with us, correct? You do not yet. Yeah, no. You guys have not found Talroth. You haven't heard from Talroth or from Thosin yet. I can't get in touch with Thosin. I don't know that I'll be able to get in touch with Talroth either. Damn. And during this time, Treasure's explaining to Grizz and Fable what happened with Sorok, that he's okay. You know, he he actually made it home. You know, he's been wanting to do that. Um, here we are. Grizz hands both Saride and Treasure a bowl of soup. Well, we've got soup. I'm trying to stretch out to you. Thank you, but rest. They'll they'll be here soon. You lot, you two found us easy enough. I I have faith in them. I, I really do. But some of the devastation that I walked in on, I'm just worried they're under one of those piles of rubble. Like. The people that we were pulling out, the dragons that were under there, it, it didn't seem right. There was there was so much more rubble than there was in that falling tower. Something's wrong. It, it doesn't feel right. I want to find Talroth because I'm sure he'd have some answers. And, I, and aside from that, that he's okay, that Thosin's okay. I mean, there's there's a lot of people. I remember when I was in one of those nicer districts, trying to scout out places for us. There's a lot of there's a lot of dragons that aren't exactly fond of anything under ten feet in height. There were a lot of well, not a lot, but I saw a few us sized folk scurrying about a back alleyway, and they disappeared. It was over by the the Dragonheim by the Dragonheim. I was actually on the other side of the Dragonheim, uh, closer to the Dota. No way! We were about yeah. 22 blocks away from each other. Yeah, I was by the the Dota, and everything was sunken in around there. I was literally pulling wormlings, babies, from the... She just buries herself in her soup. I think, personally, I think the play is if we all rest, give those in Intelroth a chance to find us. Let things settle a little bit. Streets are chaos. Fable stopped a train today, and I think she's in need of a rest as well. No way, you stopped a train? What? It was really exciting. It was a lot of fun. I am very tired though. I've used basically all the spells that I had. This is yesterday. The, oh. yesterday. This is the next day. We've had a long rest. Oh, this is the next day. Oh, we have had a long rest. Yes, you have. Yesterday, I had oh, that. Oh, yesterday. That's not as impressive. 
I yeah, you're right. I I this is I'm fine now. Uh, you're you're absolutely fucking correct. Uh, but, God, girl. That's amazing. I'm sure there's going to be sculptures made in my likeness, and it's going to be a wonderful time, but not right now, because right now we're running a secret undercover to re rebellion, so not drawing attention to me is probably a better idea. I should not have used a phoenix beacon to light our way. We didn't know it at the time, though. It's not part of the plan. I'm just... There's a plan? Yes, just... there is now, actually. We've discussed things like adults. Uh, so I just tears up and picks her up and gives her a hug. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Oh my goodness. You too, Grace. But oh my goodness. Sorry, don't have to pick me up. I wasn't <laughs> I, going to. I, I, I don't... No offense, dear, but you look like a potato. <laughs> a a decent sized potato. scratches his head. That's true. Well, I'm going to get back to making soup. Uh, I also, throughout the day, since it has been a full day, Grizz has prioritized like finding people that are in need of help and kind of feeling out and finding, trying to find the parents of the kids that we rescued. Seeing if we can't get them back to their families. It's a... Uh, it's a... Uh, it's a mixed bag. Um, you definitely find, roll me a, roll me a D10. Four. Okay. You're able to reunite most of the, most of the people. Um, there seems to be about, there's about four people, um, <clears throat> One of them is a older um, dragonborn woman who has uh, whose copper scales have sort of uh, lost their sheen. She's she's clearly in in the twilight of her of her years. The other three are a variety of civilized folk, sort of kids um, between the ages of relative ages of about uh, six and ten. And, and she's, her home has been destroyed. She doesn't have any family. She doesn't really have anywhere specifically to go. So she's kind of hanging around the cart, helping uh, when she can. Like she buses some tables and she's sort of looking after those, those three kids. And you get the feeling that, that the oldest is worried. The oldest one is scared. The The younger ones are... It's an adventure. They're sort of having fun. Um, they get to eat pretty good food and they're staying up past their bedtime. You know what I mean? But Yeah. Uh, it's and, a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> and you also get the feeling like these kids maybe go to school together or have seen each other or work together, but they're not siblings by, by any means. And so even the oldest one, who is this um, this very slight, very slender, almost androgynous or, or effeminate uh, elven, uh, elven boy, uh, is 
playing with the younger ones, right? Playing with the the little halfling kid who's uh, not regular sized Rudy, who's small Rudy, and oh, uh, pocket sized Rudy. Pocket size. He's pocket sized. Pocket sized Rudy. Rudy. Yeah, who's pocket sized Rudy, for sure, and um, and a and a human girl, um, playing with them, keeping their spirits up, keeping them distracted. So this little makeshift de facto family has kind of pieced itself together. Okay. The nice. rest the rest of the people that come through, you know, you feed them, you take care of them, hours go by, usually they find somebody, or they find somebody that they know, at the very least, even if they, they don't find their specific family. Um, the the older boy, the, the one that's worried, yeah. I think Grizz kind of pulls him aside. It's going to be all right, lad. See that? Um, big old badger. So, Aye. He's, protect, he's protected me for countless times. He's going to watch over you and your friends. I appreciate it. It's... I don't remember anything like this. I mean... I know that I know that people like us, uh, the world's tough, but you think, you think if you live under the wing of a dragon that you'd be safe? I guess just- The wing's the closest spot to the talons. Why not? And Chris is going to take the sleeveless leather tunic that he wears. actually takes it off and puts it over the kid's shoulders. Chris is wearing like a tank top underneath. Tattoos showing. This one of that. Taps him on the shoulder. Probably fits him like a trench coat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Duster-ish. Yeah. Sleeveless duster. Yeah. That's protected me almost as much time as the badger has. Watch out for your friends. Of course. Absolutely. yourself fed. No, I know. I've uh, got an elf's appetite. I'm, I'm fine, but I'll, I'll get, I'll get some more in a bit. With an elf's appetite, you'll end up with an elf's constitution. We're gonna feed you like a dwarf. <laughs> oh, my We're stomach's already back. upset. Oh. <laughs> what would you guys like to do? Kill all the dragons. Yep. Uh, Treasures eventually, if she doesn't see Talroth by a certain point of the day, she and or Thosin, she's going to actually go out and start looking for them. You're probably out looking for them for about an hour before Talroth has made his way back to the cart, and then they, they all go out looking for you. We do the <laughs> passing thing once or twice. <laughs> Everybody settles back in. But it is late. When, when Tauroth has finally regrouped with everybody, let's say it's about 11 at night. It, this is a city that benefits from magic lanterns and from um, all of the all of the best accoutrement that uh, that a, a modern magical city can can benefit from. Um, but you guys have finally regrouped the 
de facto family has sort of put themselves to bed on the side. Screebers is tidying up. I'm gonna pray uh-huh. and ask her to at least let me know where he is if she won't if I can't get in touch with him. Okay. Roll me a roll me a percentile. Now, 69. You don't receive an explicit answer. But you're not sure. It's odd for you. You're not sure if it's just surely the the act of praying, the act of putting your faith in, in another entity, or that it is truly a sign. But you feel for the first time since you returned to the prime material plane at ease. You feel comforted and confident that you don't know when, but you will see Thosin healthy again. During this time, Treasure's going to be sitting next to Talroth trying to explain what she saw at the Ground Zero area. It was way more rubble than what one tower really could have caused. Like, And it almost seemed caved in. Caved in? Huh. Almost like, okay. Imagine, like... And she kind of like goes and tries to scribble it out. It's probably going to be a terrible drawing. But imagine that there's like a little like film or something right there. I think Grizz might call it like a pudding skin or something. Oh yeah, the kind of stuff you throw off before you eat it, right? Exactly. And now underneath it, it's all hollow or there's something very soft. And then it's all normal on the outside it's not quite a crater because there was still extra rubble but it it seems almost like there was two impacts it's really hard to like describe or like that one impact just impacted way harder than it should have is there any sort of check i can try to make to try to make sense of that um it's going to be a disadvantage uh but if you want to make a history check at disadvantage We'll give it a okay. try. Twelve. You think there's something to what she's saying, um, but without having a better layout of the city, if you knew the whole layout of the city, you might be able to pinpoint what is important in that area. If this was a targeted opportunistic attack. Because, uh, go ahead. Yeah, just a thought. Because Cardian had a similar sewer system to what we saw back at 
Dorian's Dawn. The yeah. Dorian's Dawn. Yep. And I still have those maps. Yes. Can I try to the maps from Dorian's Dawn kind of put them with the maps from Cairdian, and maybe see if I can try to match it up with what we know about, say, like about um Draconopolis. It's like if that can help. Sure, I'll give you a I'll give you another um, history check. Uh, just this one's flat. And you can add your map-making proficiency to it. So I'm already proficient in history, so would I add the proficiency twice? Mm, sure. I'll let you do it. This is okay. a very specific question, so... That's going to be a total... Well, 16. I roll you're, high on stealth, but low on history. You're, you're not 100%, but it seems unlikely that this is the same sewer system. Just based on the scale and physiology, this, is, this you suspect is different. Now... Are there some interesting links? Yes, but you you're not convinced that those are really there or if you're just trying to fit the the square peg in the rectangular hole. So. Hmm. I mean, yeah, probably one of the best ways to figure out what's down there is getting down there. I mean, if it was some kind of cavern or sewer or something, yeah, we probably a first-hand look might get us a better idea, but I, I don't know. All this dragon architecture is weird. I mean, hell, you should have seen... A, oh, which reminds me, and I'll start pulling out the posters, flyers, and pamphlets. You should have seen the shit that I've ra I ran into. It's like, and starting with the poster first of the Dragon's First Movement, just kind of laying it out in front of everybody. I think I found out where they are. Pull out a flyer. Here's where they meet up. And then drop the pamphlet. Don't Trish. ask. Yeah? You, as he's talking, you the, the poster is odd. Because none, none of it mentions Dragon First. It specifically targets Dragonborn, and it and it it says, um, in very bold draconic letters up at the top, sort of propaganda style, says, "Seize your destiny." And then in the smaller print. Learn the truth of the dragonborn. Come, be among the first to ascend. Claim this your place among the, dra the dragon kind. This is a cult. This is a cult we have to take down. I just, Cody and I binged the Scientology uh, thing on Netflix. I know how to get people out of there. Let's go. 
Treasure's, of course, translating for everyone. And she's looking at Tauroth. She's like, this is nothing about Dragon First specifically. I mean, that you might have found this in the Dragon First area, but this says nothing about Dragon First. This is more about, like, converting Dragonborns to ascension of dragon kind kind of thing. Well, now that you mention it, there were a, a bunch of Dragonborn and Wormlings and... I, I I don't even know what kind of there was a lot of people-sized dragons and people that looked like dragons and a couple dragons, but I didn't see no people people like us. You wouldn't from the basis of this. This is really quickly becoming an us versus them kind of thing. Oh, it was already an us versus them kind of thing. Did I not tell you what they said when everything, they started locking everyone into the city? Uh, no. They blame everyone who is not pure dragon for this. We are unworthy and unclean and unwell, and it was an act of aggression towards whatever, and I repeat kind of what the, if I hadn't already, what the voices said when they were shutting everything down. Kez and Saride, what she describes to you is... in direct contrast to what you witnessed at the center of the city today to what you witnessed at at the ground zero this was civilized folk dragon kind all races all economic magical physical status working together to save as many people as possible. And what's going on? I I don't know. And I, of course, talk about what we saw at the city center. Honestly, everybody was hurt. Dragons were hurt. People were hurt. But everybody was working to get them out. Nobody questioned the fact that I was a tiefling or looked different. Or that Saride was an Eldrin. Like, we just got in there just like everybody else pulled rocks off of people. I mean, I didn't. Okay. Then I think we found... Maybe that's why the Dragon First movement was trying to keep people at, from leaving around the outskirts. And they weren't at the center. Maybe they are someone's not... Someone's trying to start a war. Yeah. We know, someone's, we know someone's trying to start a war. That would be perfect ammo for that prince to... She says with air quotes, but I'm holding down the space bar so I can't. Uh, <laughs> print, there we go. Uh, the 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 prince. Uh, <laughs> wait, no, no. Um, the uh, that fucker would be perfect for him to prove that his kind were strongest, that the true dragons or the the true blooded or the whatever were in the right. How do you do that? You start a war and blame the small folk you don't think are worthy. If this is framed as an attack, then he's going to get a lot more support to his cause from anyone that was on the fence. Not only that, if they're on the outskirts and not letting anyone out, they control how the news gets to the rest of the world. They'll hear it as whatever the people on the outside want them to hear it as. If there's magical dampeners happening on this city and you're having trouble getting word out, they get to control who hears things, who sees things, and how they hear and see it. Half of the power in these sorts of things is how the story gets told. And if they're controlling the story, 
they're already winning for. Well, what about that big old dragon that knocked the tower down to begin with? Was a and, and kind of looking around. Where's Brenton? Who the fuck is Brenton? Benton. Ah, thank you. Uh-huh. He's a uh, Chance's PDA, personal dragon assistant. He was the one that got us up there in the first place. I went to a very different place with PDA, but then again, I did grow up in a circus. Uh, so, so he's Chance's personal display of, uh, public display of affection. Just always. Hi, thank you, Raid. Hi, thank you. We're playing with dragon fascists. Ravnos Archon, thank you so much for the raid. <laughs> yeah. So wait, uh, no one's seen him? Because he no. was a pretty good link to a silver dragon, if I remember right. I, I mean, if we can you, find him. Well, we kind of got separated. He was with us when we were trying to get back. He knew where he was in the tower. I don't know that he could find him anywhere else. Unless we start looking for coffee. Yeah, I was going to go back to the coffee shop. All right. Uh, Fuck, I can't. Fuck, I can't do anything. Okay. Stupid, stupid magic dampening. You can try. You can can definitely try. I'm going to try sending... Uh, I still have some fucking arcane dust. Will that help her break through it? I'm not doing coke to get this out. It's not that You're important. not doing coke to stop a war? Where the fuck are your priorities? I am not my usual characters. I feel like your god will understand, and if not, maybe you should sh- switch gods. First of all, that's not how faith works. I think. I'm not. You think? <laughs> <laughs> Neither one of us is First actually very sure. <laughs> No, I'm not doing okay, it. Does. Um, can I try casting sending to Benton? Yeah. <sighs> yes, face. Yeah, make a make a um, make a spell casting check. I didn't. I was hoping you weren't going to make me do it. Ooh, seventeen. Yeah, it goes through. Yes. What do you say? It's Saride. Are you alive? Are you hurt? Where are you? Have you seen the white dragon you can respond <laughs> to this message bye bye um that's action economy kids nicely done uh he will reply he does reply okay or right, he's alive i'm alive got stabbed you stabbed On the run. He's running. Dragonborn. Close. Mm-hmm. 
near he um he says um it's a draconic word you don't understand it but can you can, I, but you I could you can repeat it? it yeah absolutely okay and i do he's yeah. near the yeah near oh great the, the giant fountain with the thing about right. the, the pornographic fountain um you have a word for that I love Draconic. That's my it's next. It's got language. a lot of X's in it because it's three actually <laughs> triple X. Boo. Yes. Ah. Um, well done. Near there. So that is eleven words, I believe, so far. Um, um, draconic web, a buzz. News confusing. Very tired. Please help. Do we know where this fountain is? He's, oh, he's not done. Sorry. He's, yeah, he's got. He's got. He's got like five left. Five words left. Um, and he's. <sighs> Find. The. Shifting market tomorrow. Find the shifting market tomorrow. Does that sound familiar to me? Because Mars has an idea what that might be. What does Mars think it is? Mars thinks it's a black market that Talroth was asking about. You did hear the you did hear the name of it. Yes. The details of it, you do not know. But I at least got that I had heard the name at some point. So, yes. Okay. Yes, that is correct. What you do know about it is that it, it, it does change physical locations. It does change metaphysical locations. And usually to arrive there, if you have not been there before, there is some form of test. All right, and Saride mentioned where, like where uh, Benson is right now. He, I just said the fountain. Yeah, so the so the fountain. Uh, it is so the word actually has uh, multiple meanings. It is um, one of them is um, the spewing effigy of stone, um, but another is the uh, the steady. Uh, nurturing fountain, which you guys would recognize as the name essentially of his apartment complex. Is that the fountains? Close is it to us? Not close. That's about, that's at least an hour walk. That's back. He lived for, for Chance Felice. He lived in like the tallest tower. He lived in the heart yeah. of Draconopolis. His home got hit. So he's, a, he's saying he is near the center of town. So he's where Sarai and I were. 
in that yes. district. Yes. He is just outside the museum district, not in the historical district, but like just on the corner of those two. This is when you make it you make it to go drop off your 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 side quest and the main quest is like Greg, go back and you're like for fuck. I was just there. <laughs> I Why was didn't just you there. <laughs> yes. I was yeah, just but... in the hinterlands. Don't make me go fucking back. You don't have to go right now. He you can meet up with him at the market. All right. He could bleed out by then. Look, fun, good, excellent. I think it'd be best to stick low for now. Because as much as we want to help him, we also don't want to draw attention to ourselves. And by trying to go get to him, we may draw attention to him. All right, just so I'm clear then on what the plan is for the rest of this. The reason we were in Draconopolis to start with was to get the shard. Which, which yeah, we have. We have done. There is no reason to stay so other than... Funk that we can't leave. And we also don't have the shards right now. But we yes. don't have either of them. Yes, we do. Thosin has them. And I look around. Ah, fuck. For all we know, we, we can't... I'm not saying we leave right the second. But we can get out. Maybe it's, I could try. But we, but we shouldn't. Listen, whether or not we were actually a part of that... Uh, we technically weren't. Thank God that wasn't actually our fault. But we've become... At the end of the day, if the wrong side wins here, it's going to bleed out into the rest of the world. Even if we don't want to get involved in dragon politics specifically, this is bigger than that. Right. Fuck, I hate being a good person sometimes. It's exhausting. Right. Yeah, it is. Just for the record, though, when we get to the Feywild, whenever you've decided that you're done playing revolutionary and hero, all of you, and there's nothing left of the place I grew up in, and I'm less than inclined to be in a good mood and help you, I want you to remember this moment and maybe understand why. Eh? Caitlin actually thought you guys had already gone. I apologize. Oh, I we thought did. That we saw happened how already. it was. We didn't fix anything. Yeah, I genuinely thought that was done, or I would not have necessarily done that. God apologies. bless you for thinking we could have gotten that done in an episode. Oh my I've God, been missing sweetie. for a month, Megan. I have not I been okay. at the table for like a month, so I so. I thought that we that it was that it was dealt with oh. enough to to be able to fight this fucking war. So oh, then rewind. How about this? Thank you. Because I do agree with Saride, we do have to go to the Feywild at some point. That's going to oh, become a map. That didn't get said. It didn't. Okay. We just said, we just said we backtracked. Okay, um, so how about here's this? The thing. Hold on. Let, um, so here's the thing, then. Should I? We can't leave through the traditional means. But. As, as much as I want to make sure the wrong side doesn't win here. Is there a possibility that if we help your people sort their lives out, that they might be able to come help aid the rebellion here? Oh, 
My people? You birds and all that. There's very few left, and they've just fought a war. Whatever, like whatever refugees exist, they're in the Black King's keep. But that's my point: is if the Feywilds are falling apart, they may need a place to escape anyway. They should come with us, or if we can travel to and from different places we've been, this might be the time to gather forces they're... and bring them to Draconopolis. <laughs> Why the fuck are we saving Draconopolis? I don't think we need to save Dragonopolis. I think we need to stop the prince. Eventually, maybe, been, but... going to be framed as an attack. It's not going to stop with just the city and the Dragon First movement. They're going to come for the rest of the world. I agree that this city's problems aren't something that we can handle right now. We need to help who we can get those and return the shards to the House of Shields to protect as much as we can so we don't lose ground. Help the Feywild. And then deal with the prince before he gains too much power. We we have the if we find those and we have the solution to at least one of our problems. That we set out to do. That part still need two more pieces. I apparently I have a cold because my screamer's voice isn't working. Put a bottle of bubble and debris. There's stuff in the air. It's fine. Scrapers, have you had soup? Have you eaten yourself today? You're sounding a little. No, no soup. So true. Get yourself in and take care of these people. Take care of yourself as well. Um. So, are we sitting out now? Are we waiting until the morning going to the, uh, it was the shifting market? If we can find it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, he said meet me at the shifting market tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow afternoon. There's tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't know if the time mattered. The shifting market is open at specific times. I don't know how clandestine markets work. You didn't take clandestine markets 101 when we were in the school town? No, what the fuck were you doing with your time? I know. And listen, I did not choose my curriculum well. That I... rivalry with Wyatt took up too much of your time and mental energy. You should have been taking the electives I suggested to you. I slipped them in a note under your door. I didn't I was take very the right electives. I didn't start a coke habit. I did not do college right. No. As long as you took, <laughs> grift- as long as you took grifting 101. Grifting? <laughs> with all the briefcases. All of them. Well, that's the next episode now. Is a grift what, in the market. That's what this next part is. It's that's what it, it's all it is. And if it's not, we're doing it wrong. I <clears throat> I have questions. Yes. I hope we have answers. Did Sarat leave without giving me his two weeks notice? Oh. He's on an indefinite sabbatical. Technically, that's allowed in the company bylaws. It's Olarun is allowed to come back. And then they are to report to you on whatever they've done in aid of goodness and the um, the archivists while they were away, I believe. All right. Yeah! Sabbatical! Through the I prepared a letter for this. 
You gave it to him. Not yet. No, that's... Oh, shit. This is him saying he has the letter that he's prepared for him. Uh. So that's one question. My other one is this. And I don't blame you. This city's really hurt. And from what you told me, I know it's not our fault, but somebody wanted to blame us. They went to a lot of trouble to bring down that castle. Then just hurt dragons. Or people. Or dragon people. Or people dragons. They hurt everybody. Now, I've never seen the Feywild. It sounds really weird. And I want to go. I don't know what's more important. It's probably that thing. Because, you know, magic. But... And he holds up the pamphlet. Which you realize he's been reading. This talks about some really crazy stuff. And And I can help you guys find those in. That's easy. I just... If you gotta go... I gotta stay. Cause... Kobolds don't live to be 107 like me. I'm a very smart kobold. I'm too young to declare a major. But. But I'm too old to watch evil people manipulate scale kind like this. I don't want us to die. Whether it's by dragon or by sand people or whatever. Whichever one we do first, we gotta get them to help with the other one. Because it's all really big. And I'm sorry, but Screamers is scared. 
I'm going to go over next to Screebers and just kind of put my cloak around him. There's a lot happening. And it's all really big. And Screebers is really small. Screamers has a big personality. But sometimes it's not enough. Screamers doesn't... Screamers doesn't mind hiding. Screamers doesn't mind running away. That's how you get to be 107. Especially when you're a cobalt. But sometimes... You just gotta be like, no, you're wrong. What you're saying is dumb. It makes no sense. And you know it, which is wrong. So don't be dumb. That's evil. It's not dumb, it's evil. The screamer is smart. I wish he was smarter so he could find an answer. Reavers, when I'm 107, I hope I'm just like you. Yeah, you'd be lucky. How dare you use Screepers against us like this? <laughs> How very fucking dare you, sir? I love you. I want you to come back. I'm going to stand up for a second. Unhook the the blaze of household rain and just kind of hand them to Squeebers. I'll be back for these when I find Benton. And I'm going to book it. Hell, Ross. We got shit we got to do. We Benton came to us for help, and now he's fucked up because of us. I just want to make that right. I just want to find him, make sure he's okay. Not to mention, if we could get a beat on where that shifting market's going to be tomorrow, all the better. Taroth! Yeah, boss. Screebers digs into his his um, his cloak, and he. Um, realizes he doesn't have it and then he sticks a finger in his nose and then kind of like more of a hand and he pulls out this um, he wipes it off for you pulls out this like nose ring that's very small so or like normal size but he's got a very big snout This is how I'm so good to cook. It helps you find all the ingredients you want. So if you wanted to find that special coffee, you could. Or if you wanted to find, you know, the flesh of a half tiefling, half orc, you could do that too. 
I'll just kind of look at Screaver and just, thank you, boss. Kind of go back over to Treasure and just kind of put my hand on her shoulder. I'll be fine. I won't be gone long. You've got exactly two hours. Now I'll give you two and a half so you can find him. If you're not back by two and a half, I'm going out there looking for you. Give me an extra half hour and I'll come back with some sweets. How about that? I'll give you the extra half an hour if you can find those. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, just hood up, gone. My dear friends, I'm going to step away for just a moment. However, I want to peel back the curtain for you guys for a moment. Neither question is wrong. Neither answer is wrong. I want you guys to pick the adventure you want to go on. Okay? Either one you do first, you can bring help back between the Feywild and Draconopolis. These are two very large story arcs. They will be the focus of our return from our break in December. Screebers will not be upset with you in either direction. Him staying is a, uh, a GM note for me so that he not can... Not a GM trying to force us to nope. make one, because that felt very much like the GM self-insert telling us not to leave. No, no, no. That was purely in-character... Thank you. Screebers' performance. Thank you. Absolutely. It was brilliant. I'm angry Thank at you. you. No, no, no. I, I appreciate it. Uh, that that is why I am telling you. This is not a self insert. This is not a a me guilting you. I genuinely think both adventures are wonderful, and you will enjoy both of them. And whichever one you do first, you can negotiate help to come back and do the other one. Absolutely. Okay. That's why I'm I'm taking the moment to say that unequivocally, one hundred percent, crystal clear. Okay. You guys have will have, can have, those in what you need to go and help the Black King and go to the Feywild. You can stay here longer and attempt to sort out these politics, maybe bring some dragons to the Feywild to help you out that way. Right? All of that works. There is no wrong answer. There is no direction that is going to... Uh, it'll only hurt you if you fail. And that that's the greater question of the adventure. But as far as which one to do first, there is no right, there is no wrong. I have no GM agenda. Um, that was me trying to leave Screebers here. So you had an NPC placeholder that could let you guys know what's going on when you come back. And I got to do a little uh, emotional role play in there. So Yes, it was much appreciated. Listen, you actually got some tears from me. <laughs> You guys are wonderful. I very much appreciate that. But 100%, no lie, all truth, there is no wrong answer. I want you as you guys as a group, it, we're not going to get through it before the end of November. This is going to be what we jump into in January. So think mm -hmm. about it for a moment. Um, I have to step away and then let me know what you guys decide. Okay. Absolutely. Cool. I'll be right back. 
May I ask a quick question of the players that did get a chance to go to the Feywild and peek in? Uh, yeah. They can yes. What was the state it was in? Bad. Everything is Bad. everything is sands. Um, Fuck. All of it's, the courts have fallen, except, except for, for winter, right? winter. And everyone that's left alive is holding the line there. Um, there, are, it's it's sort of like um, the Naxxramas, uh plague bear, like the, the okay. floating droppers. Yeah, yeah. Those are hovering over pretty much all of the Feywild, um, just pouring out sand. And these and these uh, sand warriors are kind of coming out of that, going to fight at the front. And when they die, they just dissolve. So more sand pours. So it's it's almost no matter, like a case of like the mummy in this. No matter how little, like you kill all of them and, and they'll keep coming, but it's also spreading in the sand everywhere. Yeah, everyone so when that you dies, them, you're fucked. Spreads the sand just a little bit further. That's all. I am. I am officially taking my my bitching about the Feywild off the table. No, no, that was that was. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. I, feel, was... I feel genuinely awful right now. No, no, don't. So, That's not well, too bad. I'm gonna. And uh, I think I think we should stay in Dragonopolis anyway because fascists. Yeah, no, I'm thinking about like Kez obviously absolutely wants to deal with the fascists because, but I'm trying to think. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to think of also the sorts of decisions Treasure would make because the decisions Treasure makes versus the decisions Kez makes aren't always the same. Uh, Treasure would be leaning on staying in Draconopolis to get dragons to go deal with the fucky things going on in the Feywild. Dragons would be better to take to the Feywild than the Fae to bring here. Exactly. That's fight. what my thought is. But also fascists. I mean, we're also hoping to find a, dra- a silver dragon that's rolling around in a roller scooter. But, I mean, I'll take him, too. <laughs> yep. Lots of that stuff is still going to be there for you. Lots of that stuff is still going to be there for you guys. When you come back, silver dragon, fascists, they don't go away. Uh terribly easy um so i iris what i felt bad about was i feel like you guys had set a plan of action like get the piece of the staff go to the fey wild and i felt bad that the the events here because i knew they were going to be bigger than Mm. what that was derailed that so i'm trying to give you guys that out and that assurance that that is good and that this will be waiting for after. It will not be in this exact same place that you have left it. I don't think it should be because, yeah. you know, moving world. Yeah. But, I, I yeah. think what we were talking about was the idea of trying to deal with the drag of fascists here and um, possibly taking some dragons with us to the Feywild to deal with what could be a potentially much larger problem because, you know, as Saride was saying, what few fey are left are few in number and already battered and bringing them into a dragon civil war is probably not a good idea and this is you know me thinking with treasure's thoughts of because i'm sure mommy and daddy did a whole lot of planning behind the scenes of that kind of chess game of playing with people so to speak and uh, you don't kind of want to move your pawns in front of queens when you can go the other way around and possibly put a rook there instead. 
A very apt metaphor. Yep. At least with Talrod's state of state of mind right now, especially after getting dropped into whatever that cult thing was. Yeah, he's definitely a little freaked out about the dragons, but Benton asked him for help, and Benton's gotten screwed over because technically he got screwed over because of us. So Tyler just wants to make sure he's good first before thinking of where to go next. And that is, uh, and that is absolutely something that would make will be a great adventure next week. We have two, uh, two, two episodes left. Oh, potentially three. So, you know, Benton setting that up, and then you guys do in not theory, have to. If make... we do all the Mondays in November, we have three left. We have the fifteenth, the twenty-second, and the 29th Yep. Left. So. So, you guys don't have to make the complete decision right now. Um, but. Uh, I think, you know, if you guys want to do Finding Benton next week and um, seeing what's going on with that, absolutely. Um, that's a good good thing. Um, I just want to know where we want to start in January so that I can help us find a good place to finish in November. Chris is goody the direction he sees the people that are like currently suffering and wants to stay and help but he also knows that the Feywild's a big deal and he owes everything to Saride. and so yeah absolutely fine either yeah. direction yeah the Feywild it, the the problems in the Feywild are are very dire and very important that this should not underplay them at all Yeah, at least coming from Mars, not Talroth. Yeah. I've always been a I've always been a fan of the little victories first. So getting some small things handled to kind of get a bigger handle on the bigger picture. Sure. So we know we have some immediate things right now, like finding Thosin, finding the shifting market, finding Benton. Mm-hmm. So Getting those, we know this is an immediate, this is our literal next stop. Mm-hmm. Getting that handled. Benton might have more information, which might help us sway whether we stick around and try to take down the Prince of Fang and scale. Or maybe we try to find a chance instead. Or if what he tells us, yeah, we're going to be way in over our head and we book it to the Feywild. Sure. Yeah. I do not think this is a decision that is going to happen quickly or tonight or with yeah. just the six of us because there are other players involved. Absolutely. I think this is a decision that happens off screen. Yeah, absolutely. It was just important that I I let you guys know what yeah. that both options were good. Um, so next week we will plan on doing Finding Benton and Thosin. Thosin may be back next week. Thosin's fine. He's just, he wasn't here tonight, so I had to write him out somehow. Um, so, okay, guys. Well, I think we're going to say goodnight. Sorry for a little bit of a downer here at okay. the end of what has been a wonderful game. I 
I love you guys very, very much. I hope you guys had a wonderful time. Thank you guys for watching, joining us on a Saturday, Friday night. Tomorrow night, we are going to be back with PvP. And that's going to be a good time. It is week three. The only thing left after that is our finals. So uh, we're going to see you guys soon, next time. But until then, be cool.